So Smitten, the podcast for lovers planning their dream wedding, where your unofficial bride tribe and co-hosts Hayley and Meg. Here to talk wedding trends, inform you on the latest topics, and well, we're here to help walk you down the aisle to make your love official. As we have previously discussed, we are both very energetic beings and aligning yourself with those around you who, at their core, connect and reflect your feelings is so important, specifically when it comes to planning your wedding. It's something that is undeniable and we all get those gut feelings about situations or even certain people. In today's episode, we want to unpack this in terms of your wedding and choosing the right vendors for you. As our couples are in full planning mode for their weddings and are starting to lock in their vendors, it seemed like the perfect opportunity to delve into this topic and give all our lovers insight into tips on how to choose vendors that align with your energy and vision. Taylor from Honey I Got You has kindly gifted an exclusive offering for our listeners. Use code SMITTEN20 to receive 20% off her service and to have her as an integral part of your wedding day. Before we get into today's episode, we just want to remind you of where you can connect with us and become a part of our community. You can find us on Instagram at ohsosmitten underscore. This is where you can get to know us, our latest offerings and on the day updates. Join us through our private group on Facebook at Lovebook by Oso Smitten. Here we will be sharing exclusive offerings for the lovers where you will be supported by not only us but also from our wider community of couples on the same journey. We have some really exciting plans for this group so wherever you are on your journey this will be such an amazing community and resource for you. Now Meg, should we share a juicy update on Oso Smitten? I think it's about time. It has been one month since we launched... So good. So proud of us and what we've achieved in such a short period of time. And we are just so glad that we have been able to share such value for beautiful people who are getting married. Yes. And I think you hear us every week, but there's actually a lot more that's going on behind the scenes. We are working so hard behind the scenes to do some incredible things for you guys. So let's share a little update. It's only going to be a tiny little hint, but there may be an opportunity coming up quite soon for you guys, all of our lovers, to meet us in person. So fun. I cannot wait to share this news. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, we just want to be 100% sure about how it's going to unfold. But yeah, stay tuned. You heard it here first, guys. (laughs) (laughs) So let's get into today's episode. I'm so excited to be back with you today, Meg, ready to record another episode for our beautiful listeners. But let's firstly talk about how amazing It was having the beautiful Taylor from Honey, I Got You on last week's episode. Oh, it was actually a dream. And I think it was a dream for so many different reasons. One, we don't really know much about content creation in the wedding industry yet, as it's such a new vendor. And two, it's Taylor. Yeah, she was so delightful to have. And she just has such amazing energy that she brought to the episode. We were so grateful to have her. But I am just so envious that I didn't have this outlook or understanding that this could have been a part of my day because looking back I didn't get any of the footage from behind the scenes Mm -hmm. so any brides listening who are considering having honey I got you or a content creator definitely do it yeah we can't recommend it highly enough and I think that was the tipping point for me was seeing it from the bride's perspective and realizing that all of those candid beautiful little moments with your bride tribe with your guests and 
all of the things that you might not necessarily see as well because you're off taking photos with the videographer and the photographer you know getting those things and then getting them the next day and being like oh yeah that's a fun little moment yes and you just don't see that otherwise so I'm so glad I convinced you because I think you do have to kind of really look into the vendor experience and what it's going to provide for Mm -hmm. you and I guess for us like the main thing that we took away from it is just don't give your guests a job yeah your guests or your bridal party because it takes them out of the day and then they're going to be stressed running around making sure that they are getting those behind the scene moments and not actually being there for you as a bridesmaid or a groomsman and also as a guest. Yeah, definitely. And like they can get so much behind the scenes content for you throughout your whole day, whether Mm -hmm. that's from getting ready, during your ceremony, all the things. But I guess... You know, as your celebrant, having an unplugged ceremony for me is just a non-negotiable. So having Taylor there, a part of your day, capturing insight into your day is just, yeah, so amazing. It's a no-brainer. And I think the biggest thing about having Taylor there is that she is the biggest hype girl. Like we felt it when we had her on the episode. And it was just like, I'm excited listening to you. Imagine being a bride and having Taylor there being like, Pop on Beyonce, girls, let's have a dance. It pumps you up. It makes you more excited. And it also takes the nerves out of certain little moments. Yeah, definitely. Everyone needs a hype girl at their wedding. And so the fact that you can have Taylor there to just be a part of your day, essentially an unofficial bridesmaid, is just perfect. Mm -hmm. Now, at the end of last week's episode with the beautiful Taylor, we touched on the subject of energy at your wedding and how important it is to choose vendors who align with you. So with that, we created an incredible list of tips for you. Yes. So if you're anything like me and you love a pen, I would encourage you to grab a pen and paper, write them down as we will be going through some really essential parts of planning your wedding day and choosing the right vendors for you. Now we do know how much you love a pen. So I hope it was your beautiful felt tip 10. (laughs) It has to be a quill guys. Nothing else will do. (laughs) You bougie like that. (laughs) Firstly today is to create a list of non-negotiables. Now, we can't guide you on this too much because it is such a personal choice, but we put together a list that we think will help you on your journey. Definitely. So what is a non-negotiable? A non-negotiable is those aspects of your wedding that you truly don't want to lose out on. So you might have been following a vendor for a long period of time and you just adore them Mm -hmm. and everything they have to offer. Like your non-negotiables are those people that you just can't imagine having your wedding day without. Yep. Exactly. So Rod and I, we haven't even chosen a date for our wedding, but we have chosen our photographer. So he, from the start, we've clicked with him. We've done an engagement shoot with him. We just love his energy. And when I look back on those photos that he took for us at our engagement shoot, they give me so many emotions. And so for us, that would be a service we just don't skimp on. Whatever he charges, he would be at the top. Exactly. And everyone is going to have a different list of Mm non-negotiables. So for some people, you might be like a real foodie. So therefore, you really want to prioritize the type of food that you have. It might be a sit-down meal. It might be a certain type of caterer. Yeah. 
And what was your non-negotiable at your wedding? Oh, my non-negotiable. And it was actually the second dress that I purchased. It was my Grace Loves lace dress. As soon as I saw it, I was like, I just don't care how much this thing costs. <laughs> I will have it. Um, that's probably something my husband doesn't know. So <laughs> thank you, hubby. <laughs> exactly. And I think that's one of those things that you need to sit down and have a date night together and get on the same page with your partner from the start. So say... Make it this really like, you can go out for a bougie dinner, you can make it a little picnic at home, whatever it is. But as long as you write down your non-negotiables and then your partner comes in with their list of non-negotiables and you're like, okay, they might not align, but as long as you choose the ones that are most important to you together, I think that's a great yeah. place to start. And obviously there's going to be areas that you need to compromise. So for example, you might re really value your dress, whereas he might really value food. So it's mm -hmm. about becoming on the same page and having that understanding that moving forward, this is what we really want to prioritize and we value. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's such a personal choice from the get-go about choosing every little aspect. It's not just about the vendors that align, but it's that you've got to feel amazing in what you wear. You've got to feel amazing in every little detail that is curated for your day because then you'll look around and you'll think, this is me. Yeah. This is us. Yeah. And you might have uh, those discussions in the very early stages all about the amount of guests that you're going to have, the date that you're choosing, the budget that you want to reflect for your day. And those, I guess, are the three elements. And mm -hmm. not everything can always fit into your budget. You might have exactly. a smaller budget and just think that, well, our non-negotiables are taking up priority of this budget, whereas that needs to be the important factor for you. Exactly. And I think by sitting down and having this date night or just having a conversation, whatever you feel comfortable with, and it's setting out these non-negotiables will easily lead into your budget conversation. And to have that at the start means that you're not going to have awkward conversations down the road being like, oh, why are you spending so much money on this or whatever, when that's not a priority to your partner. Even as you're researching different vendors, you will know straight away whether that's a priority for you. Mm -hmm. And you're probably going to be researching for them first. Exactly. So our next insight is to find vendors that align with you. We cannot share with you the importance of finding vendors that you have the same energy with and that you know are just going to bring such value to your day. Mm, exactly. So you might have seen these vendors at a previous wedding, maybe a best friend, maybe an aunt, an uncle, a cousin, or maybe you've seen them or met them at a showcase. Maybe you've interacted with someone online that you're like, maybe they're my person, maybe they'll be great on my day or word of mouth referrals. There's so many different ways that you can connect with wonderful vendors. And so we just wanna go into each of these and share a little bit more. So my favorite place to meet couples is definitely at a showcase. And that's actually quite close to our hearts because that is actually where we met. Mm -hmm. And obviously it was just a moment that we had where we were like, nah, I align with you. Yeah, exactly. She walked past and I was like, she's my girl. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's the important thing when you are going to a showcase, you are getting that one-on-one -on -one interaction. I mean, we live in such a technological age. So often that virtual feeling, we don't get the same click that we would get face-to-face. -face. Yeah. And essentially, sometimes that comes down to marketing. Mm. It's like someone might have the most amazing and incredible marketing strategy, yep. but you need to be able to like have a conversation with them and have a chat with them and really get insight into what they're going to bring to your day. Yeah, exactly. And I think like that's the bottom line. It's marketing. And that's when we had that conversation with Honey, I Got You last week. She said, 
what you see is what you get. So she doesn't necessarily have to meet couples in person because what she's putting out online is who she is on the day. So I think marketing yourself in such a way that you are getting to know that person online, but then reiterating that when you go to a showcase and you're like, oh, they are that person. Yes, exactly. And sometimes you might have been following them for such a long period of time, Mm -hmm. but the moment that you meet them, you're like, yes, you are my person. Exactly. So I think showcase is probably, I would say, our number one, only because you do get that instant connection yeah another way is to ask all of those people around you who have either been married or also have been to a wedding recently and ask them who some of their favorite vendors were and if anyone stood out specifically to them when they were at the wedding yeah and I think this is an important one because obviously they've had a really great experience with them and you're close to them so it's likely that you will have that same rapport with them However, we do encourage you obviously to do your own research because just because one vendor clicked with them and was amazing for them, they just might not be on the same page with you. Exactly. And what you're after in your wedding might not be what the other person was after. So as a celebrant, there are a range of celebrants in my area and we all offer something different. Yes, that is so important because I think we individually will click with different people and we don't all align and that's so okay. So I think that's such an important to remember when you're going into this choosing process so once you have aligned with that person and you feel like they're the right fit the next step is to organize a zoom organize a coffee and get to know them on a deeper level Oh, I do adore this one because I feel that it is so important to be able to have a chat with your vendors, whether that be over coffee or over Zoom, whatever is most convenient for you to really have that opportunity to ask them all the questions that you need because you might need to just go into it deeper to understand like what it is that they offer, what do they value, how Mm. do you align and what can they bring to your day? Yeah, exactly. And we all know Hayley loves a coffee. So number one would be to go to a coffee shop for her. Absolutely. Love a coffee or a cocktail, whatever suits. Like sometimes even on Zoom, I bring my glass of wine. I'm like, and I tell them, bring a wine. Yes. And I think that's the the element that I love that you bring. You make it fun. I mean, there's all the legalities that you have to deal with, but make it fun. And once a couple connects with that energy, they're like, she's got a wine. Let's get a wine. Yeah. And if they don't bring a wine and I've told them to, I'm like, are you my people? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm only joking. No one has to drink wine. Um, But definitely it is a great opportunity to just, yeah, connect. If it's over at a coffee shop, it's even better because, Mm -hmm. yeah, you kind of like, it's weird. When you see someone in real life, there's like a different form of connection that you hold. Yeah, it's completely different. But if you are interstate or you don't have that access to be going and having a coffee, maybe you're just too busy in your everyday life. That is completely fine. We have the technology now to jump on Zoom and to be like, okay, great. Here is my run. This is what I do. These are my steps. And then you'll get such a good understanding because that vendor knows exactly what they're doing. Yeah. And so if you feel comfortable in that moment, it's it's a no-brainer. Yeah. Like this morning, I jumped on a Zoom call with a beautiful couple who are over in the UK. Mm-hmm. The poor things were like going it like they were about to go to sleep, but it was like the gloomiest day for them. And they were like, it's so dark and cold here. So I tried to just bring a light for them to just you know, go through their process, give them something to be excited about. Um, Yeah, so there's so many different ways that you can offer that. Mm, Exactly. And I think just making sure that they're comfortable, which you did with your couple this morning, like they got off that Zoom call and they were like, we don't have any questions. Yeah. You have covered everything. So regardless of where you meet up and you get to know that vendor, 
if you feel comfortable after that conversation, that is paramount. It's also really important to remember that each vendor is going to have a different timeline into the time or the way that they meet up. So for example, as a celebrant, I'm one of the first vendors that you usually book. So I'm always happy to meet up with a couple, whether that be online or or for coffee at the beginning of their process, Mm -hmm. because it's obviously really important that you book the one person who can make your love official, which is essentially the whole concept of you getting married. Uh, But, you know, other vendors, like we said with Honey, I Got You, she doesn't meet up with a couple until, say, a couple of weeks or a month or six weeks prior to really go over their day and how that's going to unfold and give them ideas and things like that. So I guess it's like understanding and asking your vendor, okay, so at what point are we meeting up? So how are we meeting up? What's the best for you? Because, you know, for me as a celebrant, I do so much work leading up to the wedding. Mm -hmm. Whereas for yourself as a photographer, you do so much after the wedding because Mm -hmm. you're obviously editing and creating galleries and things like that. Yeah, exactly. So I think that streamlines us really beautifully into our next point, which is all about once you have chosen your preferred suppliers, how to get referrals into getting more. Exactly. And if you choose vendors that align with you, they are going to refer vendors that align with them. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there it goes on your day. You have this group of people who are all just working collaboratively to make the best day for you. Yeah. And I have a certain thing where I sent out to my couples that – that I do. I recommend certain suppliers because I've worked with them before. I love their energy that they bring. It's a very stress-free approach to their day and nothing's ever an issue mm-hmm. and everyone's just there to have fun with you. Yep. So I think that is so important. Once you've booked a certain supplier, reach out to them and say, hey, we're really struggling to find a you know XYZ vendor. Like, can you refer anyone in particular? Yep. And those people that they're referring like aren't friends. They are people in the industry who they value who they have in a high regard and that they really appreciate their work. Yeah, exactly. And I think your point prior was that once you do book someone like a celebrant, you're kind of the first point of call for them to be like, okay, who do you feel comfortable with working with on the day? And who do you think will click with us? Because they've obviously chosen you for a reason. Yeah, They've clicked with your energy. So if you also click with an array of other vendors, it's more than likely that that couple will also find value and click with those vendors as well. Yeah, and there is nothing better when a couple chooses you for their wedding, but then they tell you who their vendors are. Mm -hmm. And when you know half the vendors, all the vendors, or even just some of the vendors, you are so excited because, you know, I'll always reach out to other vendors and be like, oh, I'm so excited. We're working with like together with so-and-so on, and you know, everyone is so pleased Mm -hmm. or, you know, I'm recommending people that I've worked with before because I know that we just have such a blast. Exactly. And it's not even just that, like you're having fun, but your services align. Yeah. So you're putting out something and you're curating something for a couple. And so your vendors that you're recommending they're often curating a service that is very similar to yours in a lot of elements. So it's very easy for you to then mix together and create an experience that's just, oh, it's everything a couple would want on their day. Yes, love all of that advice. Yes, and I think the other thing is that when you are at the start of your wedding and you are choosing somebody initially like your celebrant or a venue or whatever else, it can feel so overwhelming. Yeah. To get those recommendations and to get sort of someone pointing you in the right direction can just feel like a weight's been lifted off your shoulders. definitely, because it's like, oh, you're giving me advice. I'm going to take that on board because Mm -hmm. you trust them. Like 
you've already trusted them if you've booked them for your day. Mm-hmm. So therefore, you know, take on the advice that they've given you and reach out to the other vendors. And I promise you that more often than not, you will be so pleased with the choice that you've made. Exactly. And it's not something that we're saying, go and book those vendors. It's very much something that we're saying, we trust them. So you might as well, but go and reach out to them, have a conversation with them. And if you click, you click. If you don't, you don't. It's your wedding at the end of the day, so you need to be so comfortable. I'm telling you, your wedding, your way. (laughs) (laughs) Never say that again. (laughs) So that leads us into our last tip, which is open communication. So when a vendor is aligned with you, it means that they not only communicate in a way in which you need leading up to your wedding, but on the day you can rely on them because you have built up that beautiful connection. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I think the building prior is what you really need to look for. If you're somebody who is big on communication and you're getting really quick responses from your vendors and you're feeling completely supported on your journey and you're not feeling silly asking those little questions as well, if somebody is encouraging you, like I'm always so big on saying to someone, okay, you've come to me, I know what we're doing, but you might be thinking, I don't know what the first step is or I think this is a silly question. Ask every question. Exactly. And something that you might think is a silly question, just definitely ask it because I'm sure that there are many other people who have asked it before. And yes, we plan weddings every day, but sometimes we don't think like, oh, that's what they're really Mm -hmm. hoping for, needing or needing to ask. And another great piece of advice is go to people's websites or Instagram accounts and usually they'll have a frequently asked questions section go through that, have a peruse, read over all of the different questions that mm-hmm. are most commonly being asked and you can more often than not find your answer. The biggest thing for us is that what we do is what we love. We put our heart and soul into your, your day and we get to the next day and yeah, we have the wedding hangover, but if we see a review in the weeks following, if we get a message from you, an email from you just thanking us, trust me, that fills our hearts up with so much love for what we do and we are just like eternally grateful because we know that these little reviews, they might be a couple of minutes to you but they do refer on to other couples and build us in our businesses. Definitely. So collectively as vendors, we respect, appreciate, value you leaving a review, sharing your gallery, recommending us to family and friends. It honestly means the world to all of us. Now, lovers, that is all we have time for today. As always, we are here for you as you plan your dream day. Be sure to check out our official Smitten Love Book, a place to support one another through this important milestone in your life. Within our community, choose kindness. And as always, we acknowledge the land in which we are recording this podcast. We look forward to our chat next week, lovers. Bye.